0: Oh, John Mulaney also got one. Oh, good for him. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel every time I hear about someone winning an award at the Emmys. are great. Good for them.
1: Yeah, I was stoked for, uh, I, I get stoked for the ones that, like, I like. Like, when I hear that, like, you know, Atlanta wins an Emmy, it's like, okay, that's dope. Hmm. I like that.
0: Well, I liked Andy Newton a lot, and he heard how excited I got about her getting an award, so. Yep. Clearly, I love the Emmys and all award shows.
1: Yep. Uh, If there's one thing I know that you like, it's other people's opinions about popular things.
0: (laughs) True. (laughs) You know me so good.
2: of making people feel better hey david
1: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right go chiefs next up
1: <laughs> let me uh hey, david. <laughs> let me let me do the intro <laughs> hello and welcome to the completely unprepared podcast my name is david i'm Mattrick Mahomes.
2: and i'm basically cinderella because i've been cleaning all afternoon
1: wow. cinderella that's cinderella. cool No
2: fucking
1: mice. I mean, since they're not animated, that's probably actually a good thing.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: true. How was cleaning? Is everything all spick and span? Is that a phrase? I don't. Sounds racist. It is.
2: It is very spick and span. I'm sure it has some racist overtones. Um, But it was good. It was a productive evening. How? How is? Are you ready
0: for for finding out about spick and span?
2: Um. I defer to I defer to David.
0: It's from spick, which is a variant of spike, meaning nail. Uh, it has to do with uh, wood chips, clean. Uh, it's a new. It's new as a recently made spike and chip of wood. Spick and span, apparently.
2: You know oh. what else is spick and span? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That's
0: true. That kid is uh he's pretty good. Who could have he's, seen this he, kid
2: coming? He's a real clean wood chip, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Not a, not a big fan. could you
2: give
1: me ten
0: reasons why he's really really doing well? Could I? Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, well I can. Uh ten touchdowns in his first two games as a uh, starter. That's insane. Uh absolutely
1: for like especially for a rookie. Well, as a starter this year. He had one start last year
2: whatever <laughs> um yeah one away from tying the single game record in his second or his third game as a starter
0: yep t- tied uh, at, tied the record for uh, the Chiefs
2: i mean to be fair that was a very high scoring game
1: yes it was
0: Mean. and uh how did how did that end i forgot david do you remember
1: uh it ended in tears
0: <sighs> david was so sad it was really adorable he didn't he talk for, like, five minutes.
1: well so i'm i'm sitting there watching after the last touchdown and jay just goes you know what's the best part about that is it's gonna make it hurt so much more when they lose and i'm just sitting there like Oh, it's oh. gonna be so sweet when they win. Oh, it's gonna be so sweet if they come back on this. They and and then of course they lost. Oh. And
2: then I'm I was here. upset. VR. We are.
0: He didn't talk for two minutes for like five minutes. It was it was wonderful. I was sitting there just smiling. Like the sm- I couldn't stop smiling. I was so excited. See,
2: it's not <laughs> even it's pro- it's not even like a beam smile. It's just a shit eating smile.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a smug smile. Like, yeah, I, th-
1: a, I think the right term for it is snickering, because there was some laughter as well.
2: <laughs> there, there was. Just there was. a so gentle <laughs> It's
0: coming back right now, too. Just yeah. remembering it all. Watching the Steelers lose in such fashion. Yeah. Oh, and to give him so much hope, too. That was the best part. Yeah. So close. An absolute beatdown yeah, is fun, so but hard. giving him hope so much better. Um, But yeah, no, Patrick Mahomes, that was... Fantastic play. Uh, Really impressed by the way that kid's going.
2: Yeah, I'm really Um, not looking forward to when they play the Broncos.
0: Hey, David, you remember uh, a couple years ago when uh, Patrick Mahomes was a sophomore? (laughs) I said, watch out for this kid. He's going to be really good on Sunday. Yep. I'm feeling very vindicated right now.
1: Yep, I also remember in our dynasty draft when uh, I I took uh, back-to-back I took Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubisky. I believe it was back to back that I took them, but it was they were both in like, you know, within <laughs> five picks or something like that. Um, yep. And then later you took Patrick Mahomes, and you went, "This is actually my favorite quarterback in the draft." hmm And uh, Sean doesn't look quite right, and I dropped Trubisky, so.
0: I think Deshaun looked decent this week this weekend. He he looked like he's getting closer to form again.
1: Yeah, uh, but I want uh I want mid season to form Deshaun. Yeah. I need it.
0: Well I got uh, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> sitting on my bench.
1: In in playoff form.
0: <laughs> it's funny, last year I was sitting I was having so much issues because I was like, My only quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes, Nick Foles. <laughs> And Tom Brady, and it's like, oh, Tom Brady looks like the weak one now.
2: Yes. Of those three, you would think.
0: <laughs> Although, Carson Wentz is now uh, cleared to play, so that'll yeah, be exciting. He's coming back. Hopefully they're...
1: Alshon will be too, because Mike Wallace is out for the season.
0: Oh, yeah. Good uh, good news for anybody who's got Aguilar. Yeah. I hope. I only say that because I have him in, like, two leagues. So, come oh, on, come on, Aguilar. <laughs> so it's He's gonna... right on the cusp every week.
1: You should be pretty solid going forward.
0: I believe in him. Um,
2: I'm sure you're not the only one who does.
0: Yeah, his mom probably does, too.
2: I mean, that might be a stretch. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's
0: like Melvin Gordon's mom, who wouldn't wear his jersey until he scored <laughs> a touchdown in the NFL
1: i love that that's fucked up right
2: such a pro mom move
1: it's so funny oh my god that was messed up i don't know i liked eli apple's mom who was like when he uh when he got drafted she told her she was like telling him like you ain't all that don't listen to him (laughs) do
2: you you remember jay that uh that one high school kid i think it was a high school kid who um, was a signing ceremony with his mom, and he like completely veered directions from like the hats that he had on the table and pulled one out yes. and was, like, oh, from yeah. underneath. And he was like, heard his mom just like lost her shit and was like, "We didn't."
1: She left. She fucking <laughs> left.
2: Stormed <Fantastic>. off. <laughs> that is not mom goals, but.
1: Oh, I can't even remember what school he took over what another school.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't remember who it was at all.
1: uh, Let's see. Hold on.
2: I think one of the schools involved was a Pac-12 school just because I remember seeing that in like my news alerts back when I was working there.
1: Yeah, there it is. The mom was an Alabama fan and the son committed to Florida.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> it was between there
1: Tennessee, Alabama, and Florida. What did
2: you Google search to find that?
1: Uh, signing Day, Mom Walks Out.
0: <laughs> Disappointed parent.
2: <laughs> Who was it? Meanwhile, uh, if you search for Signing Day, Dad Walks Out, it's a lot, lot more hits.
1: It was uh, <laughs> Jacob Copeland.
2: Ugh. Where is Jacob wow. Copeland now? Harvey's. That's...
0: That's generous. Yeah, he plays for the see. Gators. Yeah, so he'll be at RB soon. <laughs> I
1: mean, he's a freshman, so he might not be getting much on the on the field or anything like that. Uh,
0: yeah, well, uh, you know, they kind of just lost to Kentucky a week ago, so maybe they need some help. <laughs> yeah, they beat up Col- Colorado State, so that's exciting. Uh, now they got Tennessee next. It should never be a good game between Florida and Tennessee, but I think it will be.
2: <laughs> hey, Florida's on on the up and up again. Oh, God.
0: I just liked that at the beginning of the season, uh, I noted a couple of Florida State fans shitting on Florida fans saying, How does it feel to be the worst team in Florida?
2: <laughs> oh, and then Florida State happened. I
0: don't know. Why don't you tell me, bitch? Through three through three games, Florida State has led for one quarter.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: Mm. Love it. So good. How does that feel, yeah. Florida State fans?
2: How does that feel, Willie Taggart?
0: Oh, so good. <laughs> you guys lost to Syracuse. I
2: feel like I Jay lost. makes the same smirking laugh that he does when Willie Taggart loses as he does I when do. the Steelers are losing.
0: That's true. And I don't know what I'm smiling about. I just watched the Seahawks lose to the Bears. But then again, I'm like, eh, well, we weren't going to have a good year anyway. I don't care.
2: Yeah, plus it's if fun I to have... watch Cleo Mack. Oh, yeah. Freaking Mac. And if
0: I have to be sad, I like to see my enemies be sad too. <laughs> I think it's a curious case. Yeah, I think it's a curious situation with Florida State. Honestly, Um, like if if this level of play maintains, what do they plan to do in the end? Because like, I don't think that Willie Taggart's a bad coach by any metric. I think he's very good at building programs. I was very excited when he became a Duck, and I was very upset when he left. But I don't think. I think if they give him a chance, he's going to do fine at Florida State. I think he's just failing right now. Uh, But Florida State, on the other hand, uh, has very high standards for their head coaches because for the longest time they had Bobby Bowden, which is one of the greatest coaches of all time. And then immediately right afterwards, Jimbo Fisher steps in and just immediately starts killing it. And the first time that he starts to struggle, they kick him to the curb which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. So what do they do with Willie Taggart now? Because they just kicked Jimbo out, even oh and Taggart's having a worse Damn year up. already. Did they stick with him? I, I think they should. I don't know that they're going to.
1: It, it just occurred to me, whose TV is on in the background?
0: Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. I meant to mute it before uh, we started. And I forgot.
1: That's all right, it's just... It, it wasn't that distracting. It took me that long to notice. Anyways, um, yeah,
2: yeah. I noticed.
1: Yeah, so I, I, um, I hear I hear everything you're saying there, Jay. I just want to throw out one one counterpoint: um, fuck Willie Taggart, and fuck Florida yeah. <laughs> State.
0: I concur. I'm Sorry, just that's saying. two
1: counterpoints. But
0: I'm trying to be I'm trying to be unbiased in this. You're doing a better job than me. My opinion. My opinions of. At all aside, I don't think they should get rid of Willie Taggart. And this is all predicated on this season continues on the path that it's going. He so could very well turn it around next week. They got Northern Illinois, which is not the easiest MAC school, but it is a MAC school. Uh, so that might be a good turning point for them. Then they're playing Louisville and both powerhouses a year or two ago, but playing nothing to it. be terrified. Miami.
1: Miami. Okay. Yeah. Well, Miami. Miami's isn't Miami good this year?
2: I mean, they got they they scored a little bit against LSU, oh, okay. and LSU's really good. But then you blank Savannah State, and then they played Toledo this week.
0: Ooh, Savannah oh, Savannah State. Oh, that's
1: right. They kept it close with Toledo. Never mind. I was in my earlier question.
0: Yeah, I
2: mean, they're still ranked in the top 25, but yeah, I'm sure that... Mark Richt one...
0: has lost control.
2: <laughs> I'm sure, sure, I feel like... Remember that name? I feel... God, of course. I can. I feel like Miami is going to be, like, the one team that's going to, like... They're going to... Well, let's see, looking at this, it's totally going to be Florida International. They'll beat UNC, and then they're going to lose to Florida State. And that will <laughs> knock them out of the top 25.
0: Because
2: yep. then the next week they're going to lose to Virginia. Or actually, they could lose to Boston College.
0: Yeah. yeah, We're talking about top 25 teams. There are two spots ahead of Boston College. Yep. Exactly. Let's not make any joke about how the top 25 is reliable.
2: Which, Boston us be College. honest, like, the fact that Boston College is in, but, like, hold on, who was the team that I was thinking should be in, but then didn't? Um... Kentucky and eh, when they're three and zero with a win over Florida, and then yeah. if you're looking at Florida and how, um, well, actually, maybe I don't know. So, here's – like, Michigan State is this.
0: in the top 25 as well.
1: Yeah, Michigan State is. I'm looking at the rankings right now, and here is the others receiving votes, right? So, so 21 is Miami, 22 Texas A&M, 23 Boston College, 24 Michigan oh. State, 25 BYU. Now listen to others receiving votes in order. Iowa, Boise State, Duke, Colorado, Cal, Kentucky.
2: Boise State was the one where I was like if you're ranking a 3 and 0 Boston College over a 2 and 1 Boise State that lost to Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. But, Unless Boise State is actually material yeah, uh, up until week seven or eight or whatever, the rankings are dog shit and don't matter. The <laughs> fact that we even have to use rankings at this point is just dumb.
2: I know. I just always like to fight over those final four or five spots. Because oh, yeah. Once we get the CFP me, rankings,
0: that's great. Well, they're usually not, but hypothetically, I know, I it, it's a great. Rankings. But early rankings, like these early AP rankings, we sit there and say like, oh, they BYU just toppled the top five team. They're really good. But maybe Wisconsin just isn't that good. Like, we have no barometer right now. We're basing it off of guesses and nothing. And then we're shocked when, you know, a top 25 team goes down. It's like, oh, Herm Edwards has a, key, a marquee win now because he beat Michigan State. Michigan State went to the wire and beat Utah State with one touchdown. Let's not pretend that that's a huge (laughs) win, okay?
2: Oh, no. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying Boston College, what the fuck.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking more about the talking heads that are always eager to pretend that these rankings mean literally anything. They're, They're nothing. So
2: but on, at the same time, they're the people making the rankings. So on funky.
1: ESPN's app, though, you can switch between the AP poll and the USA Today poll. The USA Today poll—that's the
2: coaches' poll, right?
1: I have—I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Um, but the USA Today poll has Boise State at twenty-four and Boston College at twenty-five, with Kentucky as first a man out.
0: Hmm.
2: I believe in Kentucky.
0: <clears throat> you can do it, at basketball school. <laughs> Come
1: on, with They're all your basketball one-and-done basketball. talent.
2: <laughs> well, all I know is that the Pac-12 is most likely not going to make another college football playoff this year. Uh, you know,
1: Stanford's... UW. S- UW can still make it. Stanford's the seventh in know. AP, and UW is tied for ten. The,
0: again, the AP means nothing, especially to the CFP. Well,
2: yeah, but CFP still has the same SEC bias. And if you're looking at, yeah, let's see, yeah. You have Alabama, well, that, that's Georgia. exactly
0: that's the exact point I'm making. With Stan, yeah. when they have Stanford at seven in the AP, if the CFP came out tomorrow, I would yeah. guess they'd probably put them at like 18. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: And if you're this oh, year, goodness. I mean, if you're looking at Bama, Georgia, and if LSU keeps winning, um. Then the whole thing is like, can there be a three SEC team college football final? <laughs> and then you're going to be like, no, I would rather rip out my uterus than live in a world where three teams are in three SEC teams are in the college football playoff. Yeah.
0: So, that yeah, is yeah. always just such a, a graphic uh, idiom that you use there.
2: You um, know, but it's so true.
0: But here's what, what, what I think is dog shit about this, too. You have, like, the entire CFP. There's a bunch of former head coaches, which I'm already kind of against, but okay, let's pretend that that's all right. Yeah. You have the Oregon Director of Athletics in there.
2: You have, uh,
0: Yeah, how do you know? That, that's impressive that you knew that just. <laughs> but, Don't ask um, questions. <laughs> you have the Oklahoma Director of Athletics. Um, you have the pro- president of Robert Morris University, which I just think is weird. Uh, th- I don't have an issue with that necessarily. I just think it's weird, and I wanted to bring it up, anyway. Is
2: Condi Rice still on there? You,
0: no, she left after the year one. Oh, you I have the director of athletics from Ohio State University, and <laughs> you have the direct. You have the director of athletics of Georgia State, and you have the director of athletics of the University of Florida. Note that's five directors, uh, athletic directors. There's only like eight or 10, something like that. 12 people on the committee and three out of those five uh, directors have had their school in the playoff. A yep. couple of them twice or three times. I don't know how many times is Ohio State been in there. Too many times. That's how many times.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it's- until the world starts paying more attention to college football and it's not just a bunch of wackos that are just like, you don't understand why college football is the greatest, blah, blah, blah. Then there's not going to be anybody who's interested in like, a not only interested in serving on that, but be like actually going to do any of the schools a favor that are outside SEC, ACC, Big 10, Big 12.
0: I just, I don't like the inherent bias. And what they say for the bias when it comes to it is they say, Oh yeah, but whenever you know someone has a direct tie to that school, uh, and whenever we go and talk about that school, they recuse themselves from the conversation, and they say that that eliminates the bias. Bullshit. It's
2: basically it's basically like a white guy saying it's okay. I have black friends.
0: Exactly. Well, like okay, so let's say I'm I'm the director of athletics for the University of Oregon. Magically, (laughs) somehow we get all the way up to you know five or six somewhere and we're in the final poll. Yeah, I can't talk about Oregon. But I can shit on Ohio State in front of me. I can shit on Clemson in front of me. I can shit on Alabama in front of me or whoever's ahead of me. And I can sit there and go, like, nope, that team's not good for these reasons. So I sure I can't let my I can't say my school is great and vote on my school, but I can vote on every other school ahead of me and put them back.
1: I'm also not required to defend the you know shortcomings of my own school.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just I I really hate the inherent bias of people who directly will get paid more from it. Former head coaches, while they have some inherent bias, at least they can be like, yeah, but they don't. They're not. They don't directly benefit from their school making it. You know,
2: that's why Frank Beamer is on there. If
0: if Virginia Tech makes it, he's not going to get paid more.
2: Sorry, so every no, single, N- no, you're fine. Every single NCAA internal investigation is automatically bullshit because they like, if you were to turn any like internal investigation over to either like a lawyer or you know somebody who was versed in law but not versed fucking that, not versed in like NCAA bylaws. A, they would be really fucking confused by NCAA legislation. And B, like, they would be like, there's, it gets into the whole like moral obligation argument, which most lawyers just are not good with.
1: Yeah, I get, I get pretty skeptical of any internal investigation of anything. Yeah. It's like how, like, (laughs) the, the numbers about um, like carbon emissions and stuff. Like every year, BP puts out this big Ugh. report, and I'm like, do I even buy this?
0: No. No, yeah. It's.
1: No. I'm not saying it's particular. bullshit. I'm saying I have no way of knowing that it's not.
2: Whoa. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the thing with. So, uh, when I used to be employed in college with this, like, we would put together the RPI reports, especially for like basketball and volleyball like kind of justifying for the selection committees to be like, hey, you should look at this school. Like, hey, have you looked at this program? Like they have X number of teams versus top or X number of wins versus top five opponents. Like here's what they here's why they deserve to be a seed to higher or why they deserve to be in the tournament to begin with. Blah blah blah. And you're you're always like fighting for a program. And it goes back to like mm. because of the revenue and blah blah blah. But when you look at it, I mean It kind of goes back to like economics being a social construct. Like every single statistic that you look at could be skewed. I mean, if you're looking at a box score and you you can read a box score just fine. Anybody can write a you know a a recap or anything based off of a box score. But if you're looking at like oh Patrick Mahomes, wow, six touchdowns, but he threw fewer times than Ben Roethlisberger, and Ben still got more yardage overall, which I'm I don't remember if that's true, when I checked in like the third quarter, that's where it was at. Yeah, so like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, Ben still had a great game, and it was still really high-scoring, and you can kind of look at those statistics in that way, yeah. or you can look at like, oh, my Statistics is gosh, lying with was... numbers. Yeah, so you can pick yeah. any statistic that you want and have it reflect any sort of viewpoint or anything that you want. It's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It. Like, moral on the, be- I liked The one my, that they
0: always uh, use that uh, bothers me a lot is they'll go? This school has won three of their last four matchups. Yeah. We'll okay. What we'll happened game well, let's five? Look at, yeah. So yeah. like, let's look at that stat actually, because if it was if they won the game the game before the that then there'd been you'd have said three of or four of the last five because that yeah. still it just sounds better. So what you're actually telling me is that they won three of the last five, which is literally one more than half. Like it's fifty percent. It's sixty percent. You know, it's just yeah. barely more than half. Yeah. It's it's a, such a misleading number. But when you say it like, oh, they won three of the last four, it's like, wow, they they're really dominant in this. No, they're just barely over half.
1: My uncle used to say, uh he he said and I'm sure he got this from somewhere else. I'm sure he didn't just come up with it, but uh
0: he nope, said, your uncle's st- a genius.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a book coming out, no big deal. Um yeah. he said statistics are like bikinis. What they show is interesting, but what they hide is crucial.
0: Hmm.
2: That's a good one. Oh. I like it. Or like jock straps, if you're me.
1: Yeah, man bikinis.
0: I think jock strap works better because, you know, I'm still, no matter what's behind that bikini, I'm still pretty happy about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and jock strap, too, I mean, you can have a cup. Actually, no. Probably more of a oh. cup with a jockstrap, because if you have a cup, then it can really lie about what's underneath.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're, we've, we've veered off topic here. No, Working. I think we're oh, pretty guessed. on
2: topic. Statistics. <laughs> 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 Definitely on topic.
0: Well, my mind's just on boobs at this point, so... Um. You
2: dick. <laughs> Can't get it? because we were just talking about penises. Anyway, um... <laughs> So, yeah, I what week do the CFP rankings first debut? I never remember this.
0: I think it's like seven or eight. I don't remember the exact one until it actually
2: comes out. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of again going back to like that whole bias thing. Like everyone was like, oh, if Washington doesn't beat Auburn in the first week, then Pac 12 is not going to have a team in it. And it's like, well, we'll see if Stanford keeps. Doing well, they'll be fine. But there's always going to be one with Stanford.
0: Um, no, I think if Washington wins out, they'll, they'll still make it because they they showed up really competitive against uh, what you call it Auburn, uh, who is you know still a pretty decent team. They'll need Auburn to do well for the season. Uh, yeah, but which I can they, see
2: Auburn collapsing, honestly.
0: Yeah, but they've been they've been decent thus far. Um, their run game has definitely taken a hit without. Uh, you know, having carry on Johnson in the backfield, but they still, they're very competitive with LSU, who's yeah. looking like a very good team at this point. Um, yeah. It, it both. Yeah.
2: well LSU looks, LSU looks really good. That game, I got way too into. Um, <laughs> LSU-Auburn was a fucking incredible game, and I also watched it at an LSU bar, so that could explain why I was really emotionally invested in it, because they fed me, fed me free pizza. I can't say no. <laughs> um so so if I were on the CFP committee I would root for LSU um
0: yeah, but I, yeah I, I tend to like LSU and Auburn uh just because I like anybody who ruins Alabama's day and they tend to do that every now and then
2: I know that's all that I'm really hoping for is for another like Alabama fuck up because Nick Saban yeah. is the devil incarnate
0: yeah but you're right uh the Pac-12 South has no shot. The no. current leader of the Pac-12 South is Colorado. Mm. Uh, I'd
2: love to say they have a shot, but I don't. Uh, I think Michigan has a better shot than Colorado does. Um, and we have well, it, depends.
0: it depends if you guys can beat a rival or not. Nah.
2: Yeah. That's all I'll take. If, if Michigan State loses to Michigan this year, then I'll be happy.
0: If you guys if if you guys beat up Ohio State, I'd be real happy.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, and Penn State. Actually, if Michigan wins out, you guys are. I think you guys are in.
2: Yeah, uh, because that would require Penn State,
0: Michigan, Michigan State. Ohio well, State. Michigan State is not really a marquee, but moral victory. And then you also got Wisconsin.
2: Well, I have to beat Nebraska this weekend, which I think is okay because Scott Frost has really not been, you know. Living up to. They lost to
0: Troy at home.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's not a good look.
2: It's going to be, I mean, honestly, for Michigan this year, like Wisconsin will be a test, provided that they, I mean, Wisconsin could also honestly not be good. Um, Yeah. I think we could, well, Michigan State is in fucking um, East Lansing, so that's probably not going to bode well. And then I feel like Indiana is always weird. We always eke out a weird win over Indiana. Um, we'll be at home versus Penn State. We could do that one, but at Ohio State at the very end of the season is probably, you know, if it's that happens, one. I'll probably just cry. Same. It's more than I could have expected.
0: I was so excited for TCU, and then they just oh a boy,
2: you were so I close. Know. I think you jinxed them. <laughs>
0: It's tense, tense well, it's like I can only give so much to the world, right? Most of my energy is being spent on saying, fuck you, Florida State.
1: No, no. As, lo- as long as I get that, that one, we, we need your efforts there.
0: Yeah, as long as we can keep getting that one, I'm, I'm going to keep throwing my energy that way. And then if Ohio State can lose too, that's great. If I have to sacrifice Scotty Frost to make all this happen, you know, that's that's what it is. What it is. <laughs> it.
2: Hey, Coach Frost. Um... So remember, remember, we, you left the program too, Scotty. All right. We just, uh, we need a favor. Um, we're gonna need you to be thrown into this lava pit. <laughs> it's, yep. uh, it's just standard practice. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's
1: fine. Hey, bad news about your number of lines in season two. It's not a
2: lot. It's not. A lot. <laughs> we're kind of killing you off for the sake of the program.
0: Yeah. Well, like he, you know, he left. He also left as much as. As much as I've oh, been rooting yeah. for him, I'm still, Yeah. you know, that's, that's your punishment for
2: leaving. Well, and then I'm you kidding. get back yeah. to the whole, like, well, you say you're kidding, but then you get back to the whole, is this coaching carousel really healthy for college football in the long term? Or are we just enabling coaches to follow the void dreams and have them hop around to where we're not really giving any team the resources or the stability that but actually foster really proper student-athlete development. Well, we're doing that for Alabama. Yeah, well, Alabama is literally from the pits of hell. Dante's Inferno, like, at least (laughs) four of the seven circles happen in Tuscaloosa.
1: That's what they mean by (laughs) crimson tide.
2: Exactly. It's just a wave of...
1: It's a fire tsunami.
2: (laughs) One time... It's just pain everywhere.
0: But anyway. Yeah, Paul. Anyway, um, yeah, so going back a little bit because uh, we touched on BYU, and I just want to say shout-out to Ken Neumatololo from uh, the University of Hawaii for being the uh, head coach who took down <laughs> Wisconsin this weekend. Very proud of him for that. I've been rooting for Navy for years just because of Ken. And now he's (laughs) killing it at at BYU. It's like, hell yeah. Way to go, dude.
2: Navy had a quality Um, win over Lehigh.
0: I only
2: know that because it was on at the bar.
0: Um, Um, Doesn't Lehigh have, like, three national championships or something like
2: that? I really don't know.
0: I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, Something like that. Something like that. Um... (laughs) Can't yeah, say. Um,
2: did anything else uh, sexist, sexistly or racially charged happen in tennis this week?
0: Uh, no, tennis is calm down. There's nothing exciting about tennis, in, right now uh, they're just playing out. Um, oh, that's not entirely <clears throat> true. Uh, this weekend, the USA uh, tra- traveled to Croatia. Yeah. largely the loop basic loop 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 basic loop. In for the semifinal of the Davis Cup which is kind of like uh, it's like international team tennis that gets played over the year uh, right now we're in the, fin- the semifinals but uh, we lost so now Croatia is on to the finals we lost him them a couple years again uh, too. last time we lost to Croatia was down in Portland funny enough um, hmm but now we went, we traveled there and we lost again. 3 2.
2: Intriguing.
0: Tragic. So that Intriguing. was exciting. Exciting in tennis, not necessarily racially charged. Although the kid who lost w- our last match was Francis Tiafo, who is very black. I don't know if you want to oh. make it a race thing.
2: Is he from Florida?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Tiafo. Uh,
2: France- David, Tiafue. how's the soccer uh-huh. world?
1: Uh, United won. Um, <clears throat> was happy about that. Yeah, let's
0: talk about Zlatan or whatever the fuck his name is. Zlatan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a
1: fucking monster. I can't believe that goal. Kira, did you see his 500th goal?
2: No, I did not.
1: Oh my god, hold on. We're we're pausing he, the podcast, and I'm sending this to you.
0: He roundhouse kicks that shit.
2: What? Yeah,
0: basically, he looked like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, except he was doing yeah. it to a ball. And that ball went into a goal.
2: Was he wearing bell-bottoms?
0: Oh, no, he should have. He should have ran to the sideline and switched out real quick. <laughs> also, unrelated, I wish bell-bottoms would make a comeback. Those were the dopest. Really? Why? Hell yeah. Those are right of shit. I want bell-bottoms. I mean, I'm not, like, not going to wear them because they're very out of style, but I wish they were in style. That's all I'm saying.
2: If all they right. were in style, would you wear them?
0: Hell yeah. Bell-bottoms? Which dope.
2: I think you need to be a trendsetter.
0: I should, but... Instead, I'm just bougie.
1: All right, I sent it to the group chat. This was, uh, so this is Zlatan Ibrahimovic's 500th career goal.
2: Standby. Oh my God, that was the side of his foot. Roadhouse. Why does he seem so cool and chill about this?
1: Because that's Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Who also played for Manchester United at one point in time?
0: Zlatan.
2: That that guy clapping. He's just like, man, we know. Ooh, look at <laughs> the little man bun. He he reminds uh-huh. me of. He reminds me of a guy who would have played. Oh my god, what the fucking hell? That is ridiculous. Wow. He just flails and makes a goal.
0: That's how to do it. Just fl- jump I'll up there, flail it. around, and hope for the best.
2: Have you ever seen anybody kick in the goal, like kick a goal with their side of their foot like that?
1: Um, I haven't. Yeah, I've I've seen not not specifically like like the the more interesting thing about that is that he took it over the shoulder as he was falling. Um, exactly. I mean, he wasn't falling, but he was off balance rather. And then was able to take it. I've seen I've seen people do like outside of the foot goals and stuff, but um, and it's really just the fact that like for him to have a goal like that be his five hundred, that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Well, good for him. I I hope. I mean, he probably won't get another five hundred, but no, probably not.
1: And I don't know if you guys saw this also, but he was. Did you guys see his ESPN the Body issue?
2: Uh, I did not see his body, issue should know. But I would like to.
0: Look at this. Uh, uh, why, why? I didn't need to see that. Of course you did. Hold
2: on, mine is loading.
1: Ugh, I'm
0: going to have to look at my phone for this.
1: I mean, when I said the ESP and the body, what did you think I was sending you, Jay?
0: I mean, presumably, but there is nothing oh, yeah, that, that like, was exciting about that picture, except there's his ass. But, like, who? who... Like
1: double tattoos their ass cheeks like that.
2: A man who can kick a goal like that
1: better not get old man flabby butt.
2: (laughs) I I (laughs) highly doubt that. Uh, it has to have some sort of sign. I'm really curious to know that. Also, why does the lion on his back only have like one eyeball? And oh my gosh, that booty!
1: Yeah, maybe there's a reason for it, but I don't think anybody ever makes it to that section of the body issue.
2: Hmm. It looks like looks like you remember, I don't know if you guys had it, but like a spiral, the spirogram, spirograph things,
0: where yeah, it had
2: the teeth, yeah, that had the teeth, and you put the pencil in it, and it makes the round patterns.
0: It looks yeah, like yeah.
2: somebody did that, but with a t- uh, tattoo gun on his butt.
0: <laughs> that sounds really painful.
2: Also, it bothers me so much that it's not symmetrical and that the other one is missing the center. Because it's just yeah. like, if you just look at it, the small thumbnail, like, that little hole in his right butt cheek just stands out. Like
1: It's just the moment where you went, okay, I've had enough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So, speaking of absolutely nothing at all, uh. Ryan Fitzpatrick's outfit at his compressor. It's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. I think it's good for him. Because, uh,
2: like, like, before oh, it felt one. like he... What'd you say? I think
0: it's good because, like, before he was um, kind of, like, just this filler kind of person that you just put on your team as a bandage for why you're waiting to find your actual quarterback. Uh, but this is him actually, like, joining the team and, like, because, you know, he's grabbing jashan Jackson's clothes and like playing like it looks like he's really got a good chemistry with this team for once and is actually like a part of the team.
1: Well, he had a decent chemistry with the jets when, when they had their good season. Uh, I mean, he had, uh, and, and I don't know if he did it on purpose, but he had Brandon Marshall out there on ESPN campaigning for them to pay him.
0: That's fair. <clears throat> I don't really remember that. I try to ignore Ryan Fitzpatrick to be honest. I, I find nothing more or less interesting than Ryan Fitzpatrick but he's doing I well. I kind of
2: like his beard.
1: I could have guessed that.
2: I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty predictable human being.
0: hmm
2: Yeah. But uh, I mean I was intrigued. Yeah. But it's also like cool bro. Good luck.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I appreciated uh,
1: the uh, Conor McGregor comparisons. What? I said I appreciated the Conor McGregor comparisons. I thought those were (laughs)
2: good. Yeah. Good, yeah. So that was fun. What else have we got? Ken Um, Newton
0: got his head rocked. Yeah, he got blasted. Oh, yeah. And responsive as the responsive league is to Cam Newton getting hit, I'm sure nothing will happen.
1: Well, they ejected the player. Um, however, they also called a penalty on that play yep. against his own teammate, and so the penalty is offset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Granted, his own uh, teammate was not ejected.
0: Yeah, I mean, the guy is still ejected, but still. Uh, I'm more talking about in terms of the league responding to these massive hits and uh especially when they happen to Cam Newton.
1: Well, I mean like what can they really do other than flagging the guy and you know ejecting him from the game? And then of course they get fined, but yeah, what else what else can the league really do?
2: They can yeah. bring their mothers in and have them sit them down and give them a stern talk.
0: <laughs> they could actually, you know, enforce player safety rules instead of randomly deciding when and mm. when not to call penalties. That'd be fun Did one. you
2: guys see the final play of the Arizona State game this week?
0: No. What happened?
2: Oh my god. Hold on. I'm brushing my teeth in case you couldn't fall. No you can mm. tell now. Stand by. Gotta rinse. Oral hygiene is
1: Don't want those cavities.
2: This commercial brought to you by Oral B. Um no, so it was 28-21 down to um to San Diego State. Um very last play. Uh Manny throws like throws a bomb. He uh receiver catches it at the two yard line and gets viciously targeted. I mean straight helmet to helmet like disgusting fucking hit um and he loses control of the ball and rule it that it's an incomplete pass and that it was a targeting hit but because of that they don't like um they say that because like he lost control whatever and because targeting um the player just got ejected and they had to replay the play and they didn't get the same result. So, Rikes. yeah. I mean, it was like here. Let me see if I can find it. I'm sure I can.
0: Eagerly awaiting it right now. Oh,
2: here we go. Here's the tweet. There we go. Here's Let's the tweet see. that might be a little better. Oh, even that picture.
0: That just happened. The <laughs> letters.
2: Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so then I brought up the conversation of if it's rolling with you after the review and targeting like that, like, it's just a really shitty rule in that regard. Yeah. Because like, he should have, God, I can't watch it. Uh, he should have had that. He did have that until he got fucking rocked. Oof. So
1: Good night. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, he just got right up.
2: Oh, so, so then we lost.
0: Yikes. Well, in uh, a similar vein to absolutely nothing. Did y'all catch some of those trick plays this weekend? <laughs> there are some fun ones. Kevin Byer. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know who that is.
1: That's the guy who threw the pass for the Titans.
0: Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that wasn't even much of a trick play, honestly. That was just really dumb coverage by the Texans. Yep. And t- Tennessee Capulet, they didn't block the gunner. Like even if uh, they don't run that play, you're still leaving your return guy wide open to just get leveled. Like if you want your return guy to lo- die, don't block the gunner. Great idea. But if you want to protect him at all, make sure that the- there's not somebody running full sprint uncovered to come kill him. <laughs> and then I'm sure. I'd imagine Tennessee right. wasn't planning to run that play, but then they saw it and they're like, Well screw it. They don't they're not gonna block us. We're gonna throw it we're gonna throw it and get the touchdown. It was I don't know what the Texans were thinking. That was weird. That was really weird.
1: It's Bill O'Brien. It's quite quite possible that he was not thinking anything at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this is on the DC. Like that's on the team. That's everybody. Yeah. Uh and then uh you know, they people are calling out the return, the returner for his terrible line that he took to try and get the tackle, which I agree was horrible. But whoever called that defense was absolutely at fault for that touchdown.
2: I'm sorry, okay.
0: <laughs> no, not okay. And the Titans <laughs> won by like three points as a result. Right. Um, but the fair kit or the, uh, Play I was thinking of was uh, North Texas's fair catch, which has now oh. sparked an immediate uh, rule change to kill fair catch uh, fake fair catch TDs like that. I know. Uh, so but sad, man, that dude, was,
2: was fucking
0: fun. baller, and it was so well executed because he did a good job of keeping his hands below his waist. You know, make it look like he was waving it off, even though he really didn't. And I don't. I've never met a coach who didn't. Every few minutes, shout the phrase, play to the whistle, play to you hear the whistle.
2: And Arkansas did not play to the whistle. No, I don't even if there's any team to not do that. It's Arkansas.
0: But they don't even have Brett Bielema anymore.
2: Yeah, it, he, he's instilled in their culture.
0: <laughs> he is the woo pig that they sue we. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and then so now they've uh, officially, or I don't know, they've they are immediate. They're considering an immediate rule change to kill the fair catch TD uh, fake that they just did. But kudos to North Texas for that beautiful play. Put them on the map for sure. Um, I, I'm trying to kind of rush through some of these. Uh, the other the other one that dropped my jaw a few seconds ago, which is what I was, oh my godding. University of Florida just signed Dan Mullen to a six year. Thirty-six point six million dollar deal. Yikes! The guy that just lost to Kentucky. Yikes! I I can't think of a more boring sign either. Dan Mullen, he was so boring. Even the name. Yeah, everything about him is just (laughs) boring. Like it's not it's not bad because it's boring, but oh, he did you know kind of make. Dak Prescott, so there's that, I guess. Uh,
2: yeah, eh. but you can only ride those coattails so long, and Dak's been in the NFL enough to wear. It, it doesn't really matter.
1: Mr. Mullen yeah. sounds like the homeroom teacher who casually looks down. Oh my shirts. god!
0: Yeah, he wears like really neutral A-P-chem colored, A-P-chem colored A-P-chem clothes. <laughs> oh, did you do you actually have an AP Chem teacher named Mr. Mullen?
2: No, but his name was Mr. Oh. Moulton, so that explains it.
0: Uh,
2: what a fitting, fitting name for enough.
1: a chemistry teacher.
2: <laughs> Moulton yeah. yeah he was really cool because every year he um oh no wait Dr. Martyr was AP chem Mr. Moulton was AP physics because oh. Mr. Moulton would always demonstrate the Doppler effect by riding his bicycle really fast and screaming so it was always hmm. like, whenever he would get close you would and whenever he would pass you would hear the pitch change because of the Doppler effect because the sound waves coming at you versus the sound waves going in a different direction. And, like, hmm. half the town turned out to watch it, so.
1: Um, what else happened this weekend? Uh...
2: The Rockies are currently battling with the Dodgers for first place in the NL West, and it's giving me an anxiety attack. That's pretty much all you need to know about baseball.
0: Let's go, Rockies! Please, for the love of God. Oh, I got, I got one. Um... Bailey Hawkman, who is the backup quarterback at Florida State, or one of the backup quarterbacks, I think he's third string. Uh, anyway, has officially transferred to North Carolina State because he decided that it was better to go to NC State than Florida State.
2: <laughs> uh, can oh, we actually, yeah, about... I guess he's the backup. Hmm. What? Uh, can we talk about Vontae Davis?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, that happened.
2: That happened. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, do you... Like, Vaughn Tavis. I'm super curious, because I honestly think, like, this is one of those things that he'd been batting around, and I feel like he's probably just hella fucking dramatic, and he was like, yeah, I've always wanted to retire, but, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to do it now.
0: No, what he said was, um, you know, when he was on the field, he always was questioning, like, you know, am I am I gonna give? Am I here giving my heart and soul? And you know, the answer's always been yes. But uh, I think he said just one hit in the middle of that game. He he kind of had like a come to Jesus moment, basically, where he goes, you know, the I'm not giving everything for my team. I'm not giving everything out here for the best interest of everybody. I'm I'm done. Like I yeah. no longer have the what I need to play at this. So he didn't even retire at the half, like they said. He retired on the sidelines. Like He came into the sidelines, took off his helmet, said, you know what, take me out, I'm not going to be playing anymore. So he basically retired on the sideline. Jesus. And took off. Good in for him. I don't know, man. Like Finish the game. Even <laughs> if you're just going to finish on the sideline.
2: Like, nah, no, fuck
0: it. You, you, you have no commitment to your team if you're going to bail on them in the middle of the game. Cause like as a teammate, if I see that shit happening, I'm gonna be. That's all. Like I'm not gonna be able to get that out of my head when I'm playing. Nope. I'm like, wait, what? What's fucking going on with Vontae? He's. I mean, if he's a... at least on the sideline, I can be like, I, I don't know what he, why he's over on the sideline. Maybe he's, I don't care. I got a game to play. That's fine. I can deal with that. But to see him leave in the middle of the lock, like in half, like, especially because he didn't like, he's not like making a big announcement to everybody. I'm just gonna be like, are we playing so bad that Vontae left? Like well, <laughs> and it couldn't get it out of my fucking head.
1: In in his and defense, defense it, it it is the bills, so it didn't it wouldn't have affected the outcome of the game.
0: Yeah, but still, you want to have you guys playing yeah. as much as they can, like all the way to the, you know, all their heart. But no,
1: I, I hear you. It's probably would have been better to at least just be like, hey, coach, just don't put me in for the rest of the game, and just write it out on the sideline, and then go afterwards, or even pull yeah. a Kyle Orton. You guys remember Kyle Orton a couple years ago was playing for the Bills. They they pulled him out of retirement, and the game ended. It was the last game of the year, and he went in. He cleared out his locker, and he just left. And they're they're like, "Uh, we haven't actually heard from him. He just retired.
2: Boy, you know who probably won't do that? Josh Gordon.
1: Josh Gordon will not do that. Josh Gordon will be kicked out of the league before he does that.
2: Yeah, well, no, he's on the Patriots, so.
0: I think if you're going to do a
2: mid-game retirement,
0: you know, you should make it a little bit more dramatic. Like, go out in the middle of the field and just take everything off, you know? Just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to be Bill anymore. I'm not going to play football anymore. Just I'll take it out and just, like, rip your jersey off and be like, oh, shit, he just took his shirt off. That's weird. Oh, is he taking his pants off? Oh, my God. All right. So it become a streaker. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> or just Or even just start trying to pants the other team while they're, like, lining up. <laughs> the receiver's out there. He's lying, He's looking over his at his quarterback, and you just reach over and try and pants him.
0: <laughs> How do you, what do you even call uh, as a ref? Like encroachment, general encroachment. I don't know. I hope general that like encroachment. Oh god.
1: I hope that like he had planned out like a like a great like press conference outfit or something, and just like wore that out. He's got like a plaid <laughs> suit or some shit. He's was like, I'm out was
0: planning. I think he was planning to wear one of his teammates' outfits, and then he heard about Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he's like, God damn it. That was my idea. This asshole. Son of a, this son of a bitch. Now I'm going to look like an idiot if I try to do it. I'm just going to look like I'm copying Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what?
1: That's the last straw. I will not sit here and be unoriginal. I quit football forever.
0: I'm walking out of this place, and I'm going to walk out naked. I
2: pee.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like – I mean, it was really kind of like uh, – If you guys remember last year, um, I don't, you do not remember last year. Well, last year, Mm -mm. Arian Foster retired in a similar way. Um, he didn't do it mid game, but he did it mid season where he just basically went, you know, I don't, I ain't got the drive on this anymore. I'm done. And just retired from, he was playing for the dolphins at the time.
0: Yeah. And he went and found a. what's-his-face, and just hit him in the face one more time as there was retirement.
1: Uh, I think you're thinking of Andre Johnson. Oh, goddammit, you're right. Cortland Finnegan. Thank you. Punched him on his chin again, begin again. (laughs)
0: Uh, He didn't, though. He actually punched
1: him on the back of the head.
0: Yeah, he beat the living shit out of him. That was the best fight I've seen in a long time. I was well, that
1: one. It was great because Cortland just fucking took him, like, like he he hit him <laughs> and then like threw him to the side, basically, and then Cortland just like walked away, clapping and laughing at him. I was like, wow, way to take a hit at see. least.
0: Yeah,
1: I can tell you how yeah, many. You get to I can, I can tell you how many hits from AJ or from uh, Andre Johnson I could take. Hmm. A solid zero.
2: Point two
1: not even i can't even
0: well you you get one
1: yeah to me taking the hit is not getting knocked out
0: yeah you'd be (laughs) talking about it at your funeral but you would be getting you'd be taking at least one of them yeah that's fair yeah Yeah.
1: that's a big scary man it's probably not that scary (laughs) in person but he was scary at that moment
0: i don't know (laughs) I, uh, I think the physical presence of just about any football player is pretty intimidating.
1: Oh, only if they're acting intimidatingly. Is that a word? Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Probably. Yeah, why not? I'm... I can't come up with a counter, so why not? Yeah, no. no. Why not? Um.
1: Blaine Gabbert led the Titans to victory. Yeah. We mentioned that game slightly, but we didn't mention the outcome, and who did it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. Who did it? They won. They won. They one by three.
1: Oh, you did so? Okay. Um, yeah, I know.
0: the The Browns managed to lose
1: again. Their
0: their <laughs> undefeated their undefeated season for the first time in a long time has come to an end. Oh, R.I.P. The the I images for an entire week.
1: The images of uh, Hugh Jackson on the sideline as they keep missing kicks is pretty great. If you guys didn't watch it. Like, you can go on YouTube and you can look at yeah. uh the highlights from last week and just watching as the game goes on Hugh's demeanor as he slowly realizes they're going to lose this game. It's just, it's pretty great.
0: Yeah, and they just, they lost entirely because of the kicker. And then they're like, oh, well, he had a injury in his groin and that's why he's having, it. then he shouldn't be playing. What are you talking about? Yeah. To me, like
1: when that came out, when, when they said that today, um, that it was a known injury and then he was going to have an MRI today just to confirm it and then it was going to get injury waived or injury settlement or something like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. if you know the guy, ha- if you know that he has that injury, if anything, like, like let's say that it makes sense to still have him out there for kicks. You're like, look, we know that it's hurt, but it's not that bad. We need you out here in case we have to do field goals. But we're gonna go for two point conversions so that you don't have to line up for PATs. That's what you should be doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, yeah. I find it hard to believe that there isn't a kicker that you can walk out and sign off the street and have it just be fine, um, or at least replacement level. But
0: yeah, I mean, well, you're gonna lose some level of ability, but not to the injured kicker. Who the
1: fuck is Zane Gonzalez? It's not like he's like some yeah. world beater.
2: Whoa. No. Yeah. Whoa.
1: What was that?
2: He's an Arizona State guy.
0: Well, yeah. So who the fuck is he? Hey. Um. But yeah. Uh. Speaking of two point conversions for every single point after, uh, Mark Helfrich is the offensive coordinator for the Bears, (laughs) and he called a really good game tonight. Like his play calling was on point. Uh, he was dialing up the run really well, getting really good passes out the back. Like all of his play calling was. Spot on. I was really impressed by it, but not surprised, right? Because uh, that was always his thing. He was always very good at X's and O's. He just wasn't a very good head coach. He just wasn't meant for that role. But as an offensive coordinator, very solid.
1: Yep they they certainly did well tonight. Um, it's still not really sold on Trubisky's throwing. Um, I'd have to get a second. Oh, yeah. I, I need to get a second look at those interceptions he threw. Um, I was.
0: One of them was a really good play by Shaquille Griffin, and I don't remember the other one offhand. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson's interception, on the other hand, was fucking dumb.
1: Awful, absolutely. Yeah, terrible. like
0: he just clearly did not look at it at the coverage before he made that pass, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he didn't have a line at all tonight. Uh, so he was constantly under pressure. Because like if you look at it, in the first half, he was taking more time on his throws, five sacks. So on the second half, it's not like the line suddenly started playing better. He just started throwing the ball a lot quicker. Uh, yeah. Little dump passes and stuff like that. So that's exactly what happened there. He just said, fuck it, the pressure's going to come no matter what. Let me just get the ball out as quickly as I can to the first person I see. So in that case, he saw more. Or no, he saw Penny. Rashad Penny over there. <clears throat> and it's like, all right, there's the guy and completely didn't look at Prince of who's literally just standing there like, oh yeah, I'm going to jump this route because I'm right there.
1: Yeah, well, Easy. even even the touchdown that he threw to Lockett was so quick. Like, he threw that ball up before he even knew if Lockett was going to beat the guy on it. Um, oh yeah, it didn't
0: it didn't look like he was actually throwing it to Lockett. It. it looked like he was just trying to pull a pass interference. Yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah, I didn't actually even see it that way, but now you say that, yeah.
0: Because um, mm. Kyle Fuller was never looking at the ball. I'm surprised it didn't call pass interference, but he looked at it uh, pretty. He looked at it early in the throw, yeah. back when they're on like the six-yard line or something like that. Um, yeah, I think he was just trying to pull the penalty, and if not, you know, throw it out of bounds. It was a great play, though. <laughs> it was a great catch. Yeah. And if they would have, and if they would have, uh, if they would have lost, or if the Seahawks would have won this game, that would have been the second week in a row that uh, Kyle Fuller would have been to blame for. Loss because <laughs> of the pack. Because in the Packers game, you know, on on that last drive before Randall Cobb gets the go ahead touchdown, uh, Aaron Rodgers throws one right into Kyle Fuller's chest, yep, and he drops it like it hits him literally in the numbers and he drops it to the ground. That's yep. the other reason why I even know Kyle Fuller's name right now because I'm like, oh yeah, that's the same guy.
1: Well, <laughs> what, uh, Looking ahead to next week, I know we're excited or Jay and I are excited for Stanford and Oregon. What other
0: games are you guys looking at? Um, week four. Who? Fuck. Is there nothing in week four that's interesting? Nope, nothing interesting at all. That's kind of true.
1: Alabama and Texas A&M. Okay,
0: that's a good good one. Let's go Jimbo.
2: Please follow a god, Jimbo.
1: But that's it. I mean, Washington and Arizona State. (sighs) So we we can just say no to that one. Well, wow, I don't a, know. I hope it, it's a seven thirty game.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Go Hopeful. Herm.
0: Hopeful, but after a sixteen thirteen win over uh, Michigan State, I'm not exactly hyped on Arizona State.
2: Yeah, I hey, I'm not hyped on Washington.
0: Yeah, I mean they only got twenty one seven over Utah. That's not mm-hmm. the best, but you know. Jake Browning isn't good, so. And he doesn't have any major ce- receivers to b- bail him out anymore. So go Devils.
1: Well, NFL Week 3 I we get... To say that, but... NFL Week 3 we get Patriots and Lions on Sunday night. So Matt Patricia... Patriots are good. Matt Patricia, though, going back against his old team. And yeah. uh, speaking of Patriots people are who long. aren't good.
0: Yeah. Um, Patriots are good.
1: And then Monday night is Steelers and Bucks, so I am mm. biting my nails.
0: Let's go Fitz! Let's go Fitz!
1: He That's...
2: dresses the same way.
1: If the Bengals start out three and zero, because Bengals take on the Panthers, and the yeah. Steelers lose this game to the Bucks, you guys might not hear from me for a while.
2: <laughs> well, hey everyone. Yeah, that's alright. So you don't what know have, how to if do it intro a sacrifice, That's sacrifice we have sitting to do. And... Yeah, right. We're yeah. we're willing. We're willing to give this one up.
0: Yeah, we'll just we'll just have guests more often. You know, we'll get Jimmy and Hack and Evan all in the mix more often. Uh, whoever else might want to join. Drunk or Rex, I don't know. Well,
1: you'll you'll make it happen. The show will go on. I am not necessary.
0: I don't yeah, know exactly. want to record it though. <laughs> We'll just use QuickTime. I can do it.
2: Oh, there we go. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's not It's Very not. You're in charge
2: if the Bucks win.
0: All right, cool. Um, also this week, Jay left abruptly. <laughs>
2: God damn
0: it. God fucking
2: damn it.
1: <laughs> oh, that right. was a nice time. God
2: fucking worst. All right, good night.